Welcome to Is It My Time? This is for the person asking, is it too late to make a difference? Too late to make a change? Up to this point, a major part of your identity has been as John's wife, or Sarah's mom, or even that go-to person at work, the one you can get a job or a task to and they'll get it done, in the job description or not. But something's happened and there is now some time or space in your daily life. Time that allows you to hear that voice you've kept quiet, staying busy with everyone and everything else. The voice is asking, is this all there is? Is it too late to do something else? Be something else? Is there more to me or this life? We will answer those questions and more, but first we have to build a firm foundation. That is necessary to support anything you wish to build or establish. The most solid foundation out there is one built on truth, God's truth. He created you, He gifted you, and He has plans for you. Absorbing God's word and love for you will help establish that solid foundation. Grounding yourself in your identity in Christ will make you formidable and capable of achieving anything. Hey, my friend, and welcome back. Things have been rocking along and been going great, and now bam. Okay, let's talk. Let's get on the same page. When I say great, I am not claiming you were sailing along like a superhero, slaying every obstacle in your way on this new path you were taking. I'm saying you were feeling good making small 1% changes, getting into the Word daily, talking with God daily, and just benefiting from a general sense of overall well-being. Something you recognized as different from before. Then today happened. You woke up and that sense of well-being is gone. You're trying to figure out why. Was it what my friend or family member said during our disagreement yesterday? Was it the fact we had a disagreement yesterday? Was it, I just realized that it's been three days since I kept my morning routine as I planned? I meant to catch up later, but later never happened. What if I can't put my finger on why I feel bad or I'm upset at the moment? I just do. First thing we're going to do, we're going to stop this downward spiral of thoughts and stop this chaos in our mind and just say, stop. Now we need to get into a positive frame of mind to move forward. Go to your personal scripture, your favorite one that reminds you of how God feels about you, one that gets you settled and secure in the moment. For me, you know my go-to is Jeremiah 29 11. and from the NIV version it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and places where I have banished you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back to the place from which I carried you into exile. That's actually 11 through 14. A lot of times the entire passage brings me comfort and will get me centered and secured. Now that I've taken that deep breath, I've read my passages, and I've gotten the chaos stopped in my mind, I'm going to do the second part. I'm going to look at some of those thoughts and decide, are they convicting me or condemning me? Because there is a difference. In my example of getting into the word daily, the thoughts, what happened to reading today or daily? What is keeping me from spending time in the word as I committed? Those thoughts are conviction. 
reminding me of my commitment, what you need or what I need in my relationship with God. Whereas, you failed to do your reading again, you never keep your commitments. Why do you even try to commit to a daily reading of the word when you know you will fail to keep your word or your commitment? Those are mild. Throw in a name like loser or jerk and it may sound more familiar. Those are condemning thoughts and they are from the enemy. There is such a thing as spiritual warfare going on around you and Satan, the enemy, will call you down or condemn you with your sin to keep you from turning to God for relief and redemption. He just has to keep feeding your doubts and insecurities. But we'll discuss that next time. Today we need to get your mind back on an even keel, ready to give yourself and God another chance. Do not count yourself out because you have doubts. Many of the Bible's greatest heroes had doubts. They just asked for help and continued forward. Let's look at three of those heroes. First up would be Joseph. Do you recall Joseph's story? Favorite son of his father, given a coat of many colors. Also given visions from God about a future in which he would be an authority over his family. That didn't make him popular with his brothers who plotted against him. He was sold into slavery, did well initially, but was thrown into prison due to false accusations. Now we are not told of doubts on his part, but in his place it would have been reasonable. We are told he remained faithful to God because of the images or vision God had given him many years before. He believed in God's plan for him even if he didn't believe in himself. Our second, Gideon. We've talked about Gideon before. He saw himself as the least of his father's house, the weakest in Israel. He hid when his people were attacked. Gideon saw weakness. God saw a mighty leader. He, Gideon, changed his vision of himself, choosing to believe what God said about him and what he would do. He strengthened his faith by remembering God's miracles in Egypt and by believing God would be with him just as he had promised. And our third example, Elijah. Many of you know and remember Elijah as a great prophet. Did he have doubts? Yes, after a run-in with Jezebel, he did. She made death threats against him, and in a tired, depressed state, he requested to die. He was listening to the words of Jezebel at the time and not God's words. When he listened to God, God changed his mood of loneliness and self-pity. He strengthened him back into the mighty man of God. When we read God's word, we can overcome our doubts and fears. Don't let this momentary weakness derail the positive changes you've been making these past few weeks. You know you are better for the changes you've been making, and you can recall that positive feeling you've had while living in that moment. Keep recalling the memory until you have achieved it again with the renewal of your mind and heart with God's word and your daily routine. Next time, we'll talk more about that spiritual warfare. And this week, while you're trying to get this positive mindset back, I want you to find two different songs out there. The first one I want you to find is But the Cross by Ben Fuller. Listen to the words. It's going to speak about everything that you need to hear about being redeemed and not beating yourself up anymore because there is no need to do so. And as far as something just putting a smile on your face and a peppy uplifting song, Yes I Am by Christian Paul.
it's just going to put a smile on your face. It's going, it's a peppy, it's uplifting, but yet also has a very positive message about not being the old you and being a new you. And both of these can serve a really good purpose this week while getting your mindset back. I need you to know these mindset resets are going to happen from time to time. It's not uh, a perfect path. It's not going to never have to be redone again. You lived many years in the world uh, without the support of God's word and, and trying to make him the center of your life and working your life around him and not vice versa. The world and the enemy are well versed in the games and the distractions it takes to pull you off your game. So just know that from time to time, you're gonna have to do a reset. Give yourself grace and do so. Until next week, happy listening and may your studies be fruitful. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Next time, we'll check in and see what progress we've made. I'll share a few of my favorite scriptures and I'd love to share any you found helpful. You can share those in a review of this podcast or over in my podcast community on Facebook. I'll drop a link in the show notes. I'll read some of those reviews or posts and share about the scriptures you've written about. Until next time, happy reading.